It's Friday, April 24, 2020, and from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. Well, this week we celebrated the 50th Earth Day, marking a half century since the symbolic launch of the modern environmental movement, way back in 1970. Founded that same year, the Pennsylvania Environmental Council has been part of the story from the beginning. As we celebrate our semi-centennial year, we're taking stock not just of Peck's accomplishments over the decades, but of how far Pennsylvania has come and how far we still have to go. If you've been by the Peck website lately, you'll know that this year we're featuring stories about the history of our organization, along with commentary from some of the people who have figured in that history. This is a long list of notable Pennsylvanians. It includes former governors, agency heads, academics, leading advocates, and people passionate about the environment. But after 50 years, the list of people who were actually there from the inception, for whom Peck's founding is a matter of living memory, well, obviously that's a much shorter list. Well, today, we're going to hear from one member of that very exclusive club. I was lucky recently to get a chance to speak with Thomas Dolan, who is one of Peck's founding fathers. In 1969, he presided over a meeting of Pennsylvania conservation leaders, which included then-Governor Milton Schapp. The purpose of that meeting was to explore the idea of an independent oversight group, a group that would work with the state to craft environmental policy grounded in science. Well, that meeting in 1969 ended with the decision to establish the Pennsylvania Environmental Council and also a companion organization, the Environmental Planning Information Center, or EPIC, which would provide research and technical guidance to PEC. Mr. Dolan, a biologist who'd already made significant contributions to the field of watershed studies, was picked to head up EPIC. I asked him to talk about his recollections of that meeting, the events leading up to it, and what happened next. There was an organization called Crown Unlimited, who still is, and I was active in that. And um, we were meeting in Harrisburg, and we decided that we needed, a, we needed an organization, that there should be an organization to address the whole issue of water quality. And this Kurt Windsor was involved at this time. Kurt Windsor and Elmer and I got together, and that was sort of the beginning. And um, we were coming close to feeling that still unnamed, Peck was the sort of thing that we we needed, a sort of an oversight organization. I could see what it was the state was doing, some of the decisions that were being made, ones that should be made. So we finally came to agreement that Peck should be that organization. The governor, whose name slips me, he was there at the meeting, and he put up his hand and said, what you really need is uh, two organizations. One of them would, would be PEC. And then there would be another organization that would do research, which we decided to call EPIC, the Environmental Planning Information Center of Pennsylvania. The group felt oh, this was a good suggestion. So at that meeting, it was decided early between Kurt and me that um, he would take over the uh, PEC end of it, and I would take over EPIC, or Environmental Planning Information Center. Their, their approach 
was scientific. You know, many of the meetings that I headed up when I was head of EPIC called on people from State College of Pennsylvania and experts in the field, such as Maurice K. Goddard, who was a great supporter of water quality. I can tell you the wonderful stories about that. So that's, that's how it all got started. Sometime before he got involved with what would become PEC, Tom Dolan had helped launch and lead the Wissahickon Valley Watershed Association, one of the very first such organizations in the state. When I asked him where he saw PEC making the biggest impact in those early days, he pointed to its role in fostering the growth of local watershed groups all over the state. There were big issues, of course. Some were municipal, a lot of them were industrial. Now, watershed associations have, I think, been highly successful. Their role was to to educate their membership as to what needs to be done. Then there was there was actual monitoring of these watersheds. There was the protection of land, including, in particular, the floodplains, which have such an impact on watersheds. All these things are very important in keeping the community and their industries, uh, and of course the municipalities, located within those watersheds. It was a tremendous effort. And I worked for them for seven years. The Wissing Valley Watershed Association was the second one ever started. The Brandywine Valley Watershed was the first one. And I was one of the first executive directors. But um, now, my goodness, there are watersheds all up and down the watershed association, all up and down the Mid-Atlantic area. It's been a, a tremendous movement that has been so successful, and they've accomplished uh, so much over the years. It's, it's, it makes me feel very pleased. Although PEC has touched hundreds, maybe thousands of lives over the years, Tom Dolan is one of just a handful who've had a stake from the very beginning. So I wanted to know, what does 50 years of PEC mean to him? Well, yeah, I guess I have to feel a little bit of sort of pride about this because, you know, people like Eleanor Windsor, and of course, Curtin Windsor, Josh Wetzel, and people up at State College there were so many people that have got behind uh, the effort. And I think as a result of what PAC has done, uh, what the Watershed Association has done, I just have such admiration for the way PAC has moved along and done what they have in Pennsylvania. And it was just, it was nowhere to be a part in the beginning. Thomas Dolan lives in Montgomery County. And that's all for this installment of Pennsylvania Legacies. A short one, yes, but if it has piqued your interest in the history of the environmental movement in Pennsylvania, well, there's plenty more where this came from. You'll find a three-part series on Peck's early days continuing up through the present on our website. A special section set up to mark the anniversary celebration. It's at pecpa.org slash peck50, peckpa.org slash pec50. 
We're publishing these items all year long as part of our 50th anniversary celebration. We invite you to check those out and stick around for more information on the PEC website about ongoing program and policy work, news, podcast episodes, videos, and much more all at PECPA.org. We're on Facebook, too, of course, and on Twitter, you can follow us at PECPA. We'll be back next month with more podcast conversations. Until then, this is Josh Rollerson saying hope you had a great Earth Day, and as always, thanks for listening.